you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs podcast, I managed to speak to professional dancer Leo Lam. Leo is actually visiting Wales from LA, so I'm so happy he took the time out to come and chat to us on the podcast. In this episode, Leo tells us about his career and his journey of how he became a professional dancer. It was so lovely to catch up with him. I make lots of unnecessary Asian jokes and I love him dearly. I'm very happy I got to speak to him. Here is Leo Lam. And we're in, motherfucker. What's up? What's Bosh? up, Leo? Welcome up? to Wales. Ah, oh, I'm in Wales. I never thought the day would come where <laughs> you would be in my house, in my like childhood house in Cardiff. That's kind of gnarly, man. That's I never thought I would end up here either. So, in, just so random. When you said, "Oh, I'm coming to Wales," I was just like, "Huh?" <laughs> and I was like, in my head straight away, I was like, "What job is coming to Wales?" You know, you're like trying to figure it out. Like, yeah. why the fuck? I'm so happy you're here. Me too. You're here for a week, right? Here for a week, vacation. You enjoying it? Mm-hmm. And you're staying in Swansea. I am. The shitty city. The shitty city. But <laughs> no. it's nice. I like it. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. It's just the rival of Cardiff. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Oops. It's or, okay. No, it's all good. We're friends. Yeah. I mean, because when it's against like England or somewhere else, we look after each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have you been doing since you've been here? Um, I saw a picture of you on a cold beach. Yes. But you're not used to that, are you? Not used to it, but I love it, man. Like LA, I, LA is great. The sun is great, but it kind of gets stagnant. Yeah. You know, I've been there for on and off for 11 years. And I don't know. I, I just needed a change of pace. I needed some quiet and peace and kind of find myself again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so, nice. so you come to a cold beach. Go to a cold beach. Got them layers on you. Sure do. That's right. Saw some sheep. Yeah, yeah. Took you some know, pictures. You know what they call Welsh people, right? What are they called? Sheep shaggers. Sheep shaggers. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're called. So people in England or well around the UK, mm-hmm. if you go, you like you're from Wales, they go, oh, so you're a sheep shagger. Okay. And that means are you Welsh? Okay. Because apparently we shag sheep. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? Fucking mind. I love though. it. I love it. The things I learn here about Welsh people. I know. It's amazing. It's a very bizarre place. <laughs> very specific. Very. Just, yeah, the so, people here have been interesting. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So what's going on in your life? Um, what well, have you been doing? I'm still dancing, uh, choreographing this year a lot more. Um, back into acting now and oh, picking yeah. up some gigs here and there for that as well. Um, yeah, this year has been interesting. It's been a big transition year for me. So what choreography shit have you been doing? Um, so I work with this uh, label... Um, Curb Records. Um, I Curb. Have, yeah, Curb Records. They're based out of Nashville. Um, I have two friends signed to it. Um, my, uh, my friend Melanie Furman and my other friend Andreas Moss, uh, who's a producer, writer, also an artist there. And um, I've known Melanie for about seven, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. She used to um, sing with this artist, uh, Roshan Fagan, who was on Shake It Up back in the day. <laughs> Get it, Shake It Out. Yeah, right? Um, that's throwback for you. Um, but she, yeah, she is... Um, Signed to Curb. She's been recording music. She finally has an album ready. Um, she has a single out called Go Steady, which has been on Radio Disney's like top three for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. So I got to choreograph for that video. And then for Andreas, he has a couple singles out. So I've been choreographing for them. And they've just been, I don't know, it's just a new family community to yeah. me. And, so you're going yeah. out to Nashville to work? Um, no, they actually shoot everything out in LA or... Oh, that's convenient. Depending on where the project is, they'll... 
take me there and sick yeah so it's been dope dope do you prefer that than dancing um i do because most of the time you can just stand back and it just be a lazy shit <laughs> exactly <laughs> however <laughs> i've had situations where um they've requested me to dance yeah so i'm just like but i'm I'm supposed to choreograph. Like, yeah, be like double fee, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Like, we want you to dance. I'm like, but I'm not supposed to be. Whatever. I'll just do yeah. it. You just get to show off then a little bit. A little bit. Go a little bit. You're like, still got it. Still got it. Yeah, I may be old, but Asian persuasion still, still got it down. <laughs> How old are you now? I'm 30. 30. I mean, you still look 20. Well, thanks. You know what I mean? Asian, and it? It's going to be until like you're 70. Uh, you're going to look 20 until you're 70, and then you're going to look 90 real fast. Yeah, I just. Asian Don Raisin, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, that's right. Take it as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. The, so you've been choreographing. Mm -hmm. And earlier on, you were saying you've been assisting quite a bit as well, right? I've been assisting, um, doing like skeleton crew stuff for like Luther. Mm -hmm. I'm working on like Britney show and just kind of watching him do his thing and kind of learning from that as well. And um assisting my friend Chloe Arnold on a project or so and skeleton crew for her projects as well for mm -hmm. James Corden stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's interesting because you're on the creative side and still, I still dance on. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I've seen you do quite a lot of stuff with James Corden. Yeah. Um, and it's nice to kind of be on both ends, um, where you're learning and it keeps it fresh for me and exciting yeah. because dance, of course, at some point it kind of gets, well, it gets stale when you've done it for a long time. Yeah. So it's nice to be, I don't know, just to see the other side of it all. Yeah, see it from a different angle. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Exactly. Yeah, I guess, and it's still what you love doing. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. You're yeah. learning and it's something different, but it's still very close to what, you, what you're passionate about. Exactly. And it's helping a lot with um, this transition because, like, I, I don't know, it's, it's a way to, it's stretching my creative eye and mm -hmm. my mind and it's, forcing me to think outside of the box a little bit more mm -hmm. in, in regards to everything in my life. Um, so I'm able to apply what I learn to everything. Yeah. And yeah. What, what are you doing acting-wise? Been taking more acting classes and shit? Um, acting classes, I, um, like a, a year or so ago, I did. Um, I played Seaweed in a uh, production of Hairspray at the Orpheum. So that was nice to get back into musical theater. Um, I'm in a new web series called um, um, Pretty Dudes. Yes, uh, pretty, pretty dudes. dudes. Yep, and I have a guest star, uh, a recurring role on it. Um, I was, I was actually on a veil for an MGM feature this past year. Uh huh. Didn't get it, but like it a step I'm in the right direction. Making, I mean, exactly. it's annoying as fuck that you didn't get it, but it's a step in the right direction. Exactly. And then um, I'm in next month. I'm working on this unauthorized, unauthorized version of um, Anchorman. Uh huh. So it's kind of like a musical work. Um, working on that so i got a role for that so i'll be working on that as well sick and that'll be like a, a theater play yes it's like a proper musical yeah it's not like a film musical because they're making a lot of musicals now which are like films you know what yeah, i mean yeah 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 but that's still dope do you do you really want to just transition full-time acting i do yeah i could i don't know i tell people sometimes that i'm open to still doing both but like have an alter ego yeah. to choreography so like i'll come to rehearsals as a choreographer with like a big old hat and a cape so people won't know who i am yeah like oh i'm not a choreographer i'm just an actor i don't know yeah dabble in both i wanted to be an actor when i was little <laughs> mm -hmm. i was i wanted to be an actor before a dancer oh wow. i used to watch friends oh and jo friends. joey and chandler i used to be like i want their job yeah I, and in my head my best friend carl mm -hmm. i was always like when i met him i was always like we could be those two 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because that's us. And I was yeah. like, I wouldn't even have to act. You know what I <laughs> mean? Just be, like, just be me yeah. and that's fun. Yeah, I used to act. I was in a, an opera called Madden Butterfly. Oh, wow. When I was like, yeah, it's Madden Butterfly. Yeah, yeah. I was in that. I was the, the child called Trouble. I did it for like two years from the age of like five till seven or something. Called Trouble? Yeah, that was my name, Trouble. <laughs> of course. It, it fits, right? <laughs> it's your personality for yeah, sure. Yeah, for everyone who knows, they'll go, yeah, that fits. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I did that. And then I was like, always growing up, like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be an actor. And then when I started dancing, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to dance. <laughs> this is way cooler. Have you thought about going back? Nah. Oh, come on. I mean, maybe, but I, I'd have to, I'd want to play me. Okay. I, I, I enjoy Fair. being me. I don't want to be anyone else. So you're going to write a show about yourself, about, me. about your life. Well, this is my show about well, myself yes. and my life. But come on, let's make it into a sitcom or something like well, that. Well, maybe. I want to start filming it eventually, yeah. like when okay. it's when I have maybe a team of people behind me. Because okay. at the moment, it's just me. So yeah. just this is easy today because we're in my house. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be in central London in a coffee shop trying to make this shit work. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's on the hustle. Yeah. I'm, th I'm thinking about buying a trailer for the back of my car and putting it on, like a you know, like a horse box. Yeah. That horse is traveling and converting the inside of it into a little studio. Oh, that's really cool. So I'll just have like two like granddad chairs in there and I'll soundproof all okay. the sides and like put a power socket in there and just tow my studio around. Because obviously awesome. to pay for studio spaces everywhere is really like annoying sometimes. Mm -hmm. And to do it for free in a coffee shop or something is hard to get a good atmosphere. Yeah. So I'm like, imagine I could just pull my studio to wherever, say you are. Mm -hmm. Just say, come outside, jump in, speak yeah. to me for an hour, and you can go away now, and you're still on your doorstep. That's awesome. So that, yeah. that's the goal, I think. Like a little tiny home, but yeah. a tiny studio. I was looking at like a caravan <coughs> that you can pull, and then I was like, oh, that's a bit big, though. Yeah. But I was like, so a little horse box, just mm -hmm. big enough to fit two people. Mm -hmm. be a bit claustrophobic, but... I mean, soundproof, everything. I don't yeah, know. it'd be dope, I think. It'd yeah. be like a little booth. That's really convenient. Save some money on rents and yeah, all that stuff. You know, Come on, you're smart. I'm, I'm going to make it happen. Businessman, just I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. So uh, how did you get into dance? How did you get into performing? Um, performing? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I was seven or eight years old, mm -hmm. and my aunt used to be part of this theater company back in Germany. Um, and yeah, I forget you're German. Yeah, I'm You're German. so confusing. I am very confusing. You've got an American accent, you've got Asian face, and you're German. Yeah, I, I did become officially become an American last year yes. um, after 20 years. Congrats. Of, thank you so much. Um, but I kind of want to go back to Europe, but it's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> I'll just settle with I think you I still now. can, though. Yeah. Like, it's not... Like, you can still go somewhere else even though you've got a green card. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... Again, I, I'm open to wherever... Uh, I mean, wherever the nice. wind takes you. Wherever the wind takes me. I'm trying to be flexible. Mm. I do want to move to London or something one day soon. Yeah, you, sh you should. London's exciting. Yeah, put it out there. Um, but yeah, from Germany. <coughs> and my aunt is, was part of this theater company. Mm -hmm. And it was a musical they were uh, producing at the time. And they needed to fill one of the roles, uh, one of the kid actors. His name is Daniel. And um, they're like, hey, do you want to jump in? And I ended up being part of this musical and we were like traveling around little places here in um like southern germany and i was part of this musical and that was my first like experience um and then i um did, kind of, did you do it in german i did it in german can you still speak german i understand it sick i can't really like speak it because it's yeah. just such a harsh language and i haven't really practiced with anyone in america like anyone uh -huh. in america but um yeah the musical's there uh, did theater on and off throughout high school, middle school, and all that stuff. And, like, I sang. I was part of choirs. Um, I played the viola and violin for like eight years, nine years of my life. So I've always performed. 
Um, yeah. And then I started dancing at 19. Uh-huh. So it was That's kind of late. late. Really late. Um, and you are in L.A. at that time? I was in L.A. Um, I How just, old were you when you moved to L.A.? 19. Oh, so you moved. Well, I went uh, f- to university f- for one year in Texas. Um, uh. And this is going to be fun. But I, I snuck away from home after my first year. <laughs> and um, I basically told my family I was... Wait, so were your family in Texas too? Um, after my So after my parents' divorce, we moved to Germany with my grandmother uh-huh. um, at the age of nine. Uh-huh. And then I went to school there, grew up to uh, live there till I was 19. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my first year of college was in Texas. Dope. And um, so I was there, uh, finished school. Um, that summer after my freshman year, we went to uh, California for my aunt's wedding. Kind of dug it, loved it. After we came back, that the following week, um, I basically, I, I waited for my grandma to go to work. Uh-huh. And I found a ticket. I booked a flight to go to LA, packed all my stuff, moved to LA. I told her I was moving to my dorms that day in my university, 30 minutes away from home. So (laughs) for eight months of my life at that point, they thought I was at my university, 30 minutes away from home. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Yeah, That is epic. Dude, it was gnarly. But when they found out, man, all hell broke loose. Like my my sister, she accidentally let it slip that I moved to LA. My oh, grandma called shit. me and they're like, your dad and your mom about to call you and chew you out. And yeah, but I got... So that, cause they were thinking you're getting like the American dream, the college education. Yeah. I mean, I was technically, I did enroll into a school when I moved to California, but mm-hmm. it only lasted a semester because that's when I found out I could like, I love dance and uh-huh. I wanted to pursue it. And so after my first semester, I like dropped out and... So what were you doing for like money and shit? I picked up photography Ah. and learned how to take photos for people and make some money on the side. So that was your hustle whilst you were there without anyone knowing? Yeah. That's fucking dope. (laughs) (laughs) So then you started, you you could dance before that. You started dancing at 19. Um, I started dancing at 19. Um, So that, at that university, I met a friend of mine who was a dancer and she convinced me to audition for this dance team. Uh-huh. And I was like, cool. Auditioned. It was with um, Matt Cady and Beau Fournier. I mean, what people to fucking be with. Exactly. And it was um, CSUN Hip Hop Dance. I auditioned for the team, made it. And our one of our first performances was like Carnival, because they uh-huh. do a choreographer's carnival once a year. Uh-huh. So that's how I... Like the carnival. The carnival. Uh-huh. Did that at, performance. Where was, where was Carnival held? Um, it was a key club. Now it's at, um, Avalon. The Avalon, that's Avalon, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did my first performance there. I met, um, Zach Lattimore. I met, um, Tony Czar, like that same day. Tony's in, in London at the moment. He is? Yeah, he's in the UK. Dude, you, that's, should, you should hit him up. I'll hit him up. Carry too. on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but I met that circle. So basically like the kids from Monsters of Hip Hop, uh-huh. met them, um, through Carnival, Started take I took my very first professional dance class the next day. With who? You remember? With JP San Pedro at Sick. Debbie Rebel Studio. Sick. He taught to Britney Spears get naked. Of course. And it fits <laughs> you so well. <laughs> get naked, yes. Me. <laughs> but I just remember like crying because it was so hard. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. Um, but that somehow like triggered something. And I was like, you know what? I want to learn how to freaking do this and like I'm going to take class every single day. So I would take a bus from um, from Northridge all the way to NoHo every day and just like start training. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's how 
I fell into the community here or in LA yeah. that is. Yo, that's yeah. fucking mental. All of that without anyone knowing. Yeah. It was kind of surreal. I mean, I've, I mean, they forgave me eventually. But. Yeah, of course. Especially because you were very successful at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you started taking classes and stuff, how did you get into Monsters? Because when I first, the first ever time I met you, we were re- rehearsing for Carnival. Yeah. We were doing with Nika. N- with Nika. Yeah. Nika's, it's funny, actually. <laughs> I was going through my emails the other night and I went back to my emails for when I moved to LA because mm-hmm. um, it was when I first opened like my at me account. Okay, yeah. And so I'm right back to the beginning. So I was just like, I'm bored. I'm going to browse. I can't sleep. And I had the the music. It said Nika Clune music uh, thing, and I had the mix, and I was like, shit. Dude, it was like a Men in Black thing. Yeah, Men in Black. Yeah. Well, awesome. Yeah, but it was Men in Black, and then there was another Will Smith song, because it wasn't really a Men in Black theme. It was just all Will Smith songs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, but we were dressed in, like, suits We were in or suits. Yeah. And I remember us doing that push-up thing on the floor and everyone trying to hop oh, yeah. over each other. Yeah. And I just used to grill you. What? Just used to go, come on, Asia. Come on, Asia. You know, and I remember oh, you sla- used to pinch me. Oh. Yeah, you were such an asshole. You used, to so pinch the, to, used to pinch the back of my arm, and I hate being <laughs> pinched. I'd be so, I had little marks because I'm so pale. I bruise so easily. It's like, come on, so Asia. So sensitive, goddamn. So sensitive. That was good. I've never seen the footage of that. Oh, yeah, me neither. Like, what happened? Was it that shit that no one showed us? No, we should ask Nico. Yeah, she, I'm sure she I'm going to literally message her as soon as we finish this. I'm yeah. going to be like, I want to see the footage. I she's bet. a busy lady, so... I know, but you know she's got footage of everything she yeah. does. That's why she's a superstar in fucking Slovenia. Yeah, she's everywhere now. She's You know she's choreographing for the Britney show, right? Yeah, now. I know. She's so fucking, dope. It's so sick. I'm I mean, so that's her to a T. Yeah. Like, she is Britney. She is. But I better. Mean, she, like, should be, she should be Britney. She should be Britney. But, yeah, so how did you get into, like, the monsters scene? Because when I first met you... Uh, the carnival thing mm-hmm. i remember you telling me that you, you that's how you like you got a lot of your training from monsters yeah yeah, yeah. and that's um, how you met people <laughs> yeah so um after that um because of the people like i met um right after that i met like laura edwards and um oh my god uh um slipping my mind um like shonique and this uh like all those mm-hmm. people so i met i went to uh the monsters hip-hop convention in dallas texas that following January, mm-hmm. um, Lee Daniels. Oh yeah, so Lee Daniels was one of the people too. So they were all going to Dallas for Monsters, and I was like, "Cool, I'll buy a ticket. It's my hometown. I have a place to stay." So I bought a ticket, went there, and that's—I mean—that's how I kind of fell into everything. I, I like—I got to audition for a scholarship, at, and that's the first time I like um, got to see Lisette and. Um, I met Andy Funk, I met Becky, mm-hmm. the creators of uh, Monsters of Hip Hop. And I just like love the vibe of mm-hmm. being there because you're just surrounded by all these amazing dancers and you're being taught by, you know, the best of the best choreographers in the industry. So I just started going um, as much as I could at that point because it was expensive at that point and I was just starting off. Yeah, I went to Dallas and then following that I went to Denver for my second Monsters and then um, I got a scholarship. Uh-huh. To go to another one, and so once I um, once you get nominated, you get to go a uh, full year for free so, to any event, to any of the monsters That's conventions. Dope. And then for three years, I basically I got a scholarship for um, to be able to go to all the conventions for how, the year. How do they choose who gets a scholarship? So it's just like it's a convention, right? So you yeah. go and take classes from say six teachers. Yeah. How do you get a scholarship? So on the second day of the convention, the first class is an audition class. So you learn from the choreographer um, uh-huh. that's teaching that uh, routine. 
they basically like make you go in rounds like a typical audition, audition process and they narrow it down they have they have a chart full of numbers they're writing down of like the people who get you know scholarships for like free classes at debbie's blah 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 or, um but um the ultimate goal is for you to be nominated for the monsters of hip-hop show mm-hmm. and for each city they nominate between they usually used to nominate four people sometimes they nominate five mm-hmm. and then out of all the nominees for the year they pick a group of a cast of 14 15 16 people to do a show uh once a year in la in august and do you rehearse that in la and everything you rehearse that in la it's an a week it's a two-week process so yeah. in a week and a half you rehearse every single day um maybe 12 15 it's long it's a long process long. and then you put up three shows four shows back to back depending on what oh, they decide to do that year yeah so i remember my year we they learned we learned maybe like 20 something numbers or something all together mm. and yeah we did three shows and you get to work with all different choreographers yeah that's a great way into the industry yeah like it's a great way for people to um to know what it's like to work with you yeah, and to see how you handle under the pressure because obviously these are the people which are normally giving out jobs too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's dope. Is that yeah. how you kind of transitioned into working? Um, I I started working... Um, 2009 was my first gig I ever booked was with um, Alexander Burke who just won the UK X Factor. That was one of, that was one of my first jobs. Really? Yeah. That's gnarly, yeah. Um, was it with Frank Gatson too? Uh, no, she had a different choreographer here. Okay. Called Simeon Quasar, but you did Bad Boys, right? I did Bad Boys. Yeah, so yeah. was it the music video? Yep. Yeah, That's sick. Very first that was, job. it was my dream, because I booked Alexandra Burke and I did, um, Don't Let Me Start Without You, this song oh, which yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. flopped, but it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. And my dream was to do, I wanted to be a bad boy. I was like, because oh, okay. to me it was the most manly, like, yeah. Of all the men dancers, like everything here was kind of feminine at the time. Yeah. And like that wasn't really me at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I can do it, but I don't like kind of doing jazz funky stuff. Yeah. I was like, these like, they're dressed like bikers and they're like, man. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah. want to be a bad boy. You know yeah, I mean? felt really grown. I was, I was still like, I feel like one of the youngest dancers at that point. Yeah. I Cause was, you were around a, like OGs as well. Yeah. And I was a, I was a twig trying to keep up with the boys and whatnot. That was my first time working uh, with my friend Timor. Oh, yeah, sick, sick. It was like his first job outside of the MJ yeah. Um, tour. Yeah, that was that was, was a cool like Alex Larson. Alex Larson, yeah. Yeah. That's how I met him. Um God, I can't think. Uh yeah, there was some amazing dancers that they brought onto that job. Yeah. It was a hard shoot, but it was one of the most amazing experiences I've had ever. I actually rolled my foot on that job too. Broke uh, it. I rolled it. Oh shit. Yeah, I rolled it. And they were trying to send me home halfway in. Yeah. And like, I was like, no, I'm good. Totally. Yeah, give me some painkillers. <laughs> That's totally what I did. And I just yeah. kept dancing on it. Fight for it. Your first gig, you're not fucking it up. You're like, exactly. I'm here. Yeah. What kind of happened from there? Was that like the the domino effect oh, from yeah. there? Um, so Frank hired me on that job. And then from that point on, he, he would hire me for like other projects and whatnot. And then um, my next big gig after that was Beyonce for Grammys. That f- 2010, yeah, following year. Sick. So I did, um, if I were a boy, I did that uh-huh. performance with her in the Grammys. And then he hired me on like uh, Kelly Rowland. Um, he hired me for like Run the World. Like, yeah. It, having his name on my resume is the thing that kind of rolled the ball. Yeah, well, he's a huge name. Things. And especially yeah. when it's right at the beginning is Frank Gatson and Beyonce. I yeah. think everything, then people look up to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not like, oh, he could he could do our job. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's at a pinnacle level. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, it was just so kind of crazy that I like 
it went in that sequence. Like I, I met, you know, the people from Monsters of Hip Hop and I'm training with like the best of the best. And then I'm working with Frank Gatson and like all these people. And I'm just surrounded by greatness. And it kind of, that's the thing that pushes you mm-hmm. when you're around people who inspire you and drive you. Mm. Like I worked my butt off. Yeah. And like, yeah, granted I didn't start dancing until later, but also training and like having the passion kind of like just pushes you yeah to go beyond what were you doing whilst you weren't working um i was oh i had three jobs at the time i was working at um this place called i was working at guess i was working at guess's clothes place right um yes yeah i was working at the accessory store the store and i worked at rule 925 which was the abercrombie fitch company Uh and i was working at um another company which i can't think of the name of uh, martin anosa martin anosa mm-hmm. which was a branch off of american outfitters so they're all retail they're all retail i like once i got my work permit like i just went for whatever job mm-hmm. was offering you know work and um so i had three jobs at the time and i just kind of kept that up for a while mm-hmm. and then um I, kn- I remember right after that i went to neiman marcus i worked for them for about a year yeah and then um after run the world that's when like work started coming in consistently did you just leave your real jobs then <laughs> oh yeah, totally. yeah you're like oh yeah i was gone i gave him a two weeks notice yeah and i just my schedule started filling up so i was like i gotta go i gotta yeah, leave i can't and come back it was just draining because i had no car at that point uh-huh. and i was taking a bus two hours each way fuck to work because obviously time. you're in northridge this was um the job was in like Canoga Park, and I was uh-huh. living in North Hollywood at, or Glendale at the time. Yeah, that's not close. That's not close at all. And as well, well, and even if it was close, LA's public service and transport sucks. doesn't it doesn't exist. I mean, I didn't. I lived there for a month and a half, mm-hmm. and I'd never driven in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need a car. Yeah. So my grandma bought me a car. Mm-hmm. I learned how to drive on my own, <laughs> like no lessons. Oh, do you know what I mean? And just passed my test. Oh, my. it was just like. <laughs> well, I heard that LA test is not. Oh, the rules don't crash, don't kill anyone. Basically, yeah. Don't piss anyone off. That literally was one of the questions. Like, why don't you, what is it, why don't you tailgate somebody because you don't want to anger the driver? Like, that's the answer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Yeah. cool. Cool. There it is. There it is. (laughs) No, it's not. That's why there's so many accidents there, but it's an easy place to drive. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, go on. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I forgot where I was at. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I... It was a two-hour bus drive. Two-hour bus drive, and... um, it was just stressful because, like, again, you're working full time, taking you're on a bus for four hours a day, and I literally I started having a ball patch because I was so stressed out that I was losing all this hair, yeah. and it was it wasn't worth it for me anymore. And thankfully, work came consistently at that point that I was like, cool, I can quit. Um, like, dance at this point is mm. paying the bills, and yeah, went on from there. That's mental. Yeah. Like such a turnaround, you know what I mean? Like yeah. not not really dance, never dance until nineteen, and then mm-hmm. within a short space of time, yeah, dance for fucking Beyonce. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty dope, man. Yeah, I I, remember, I think I cried when I got that job. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, I get to be on. What was it like telling your grandma and your parents that you got <laughs> that job? I bet you're like, see, I told you it was worth it. Well, yeah, that's the that's the weird thing about like, especially in the Asian community. My mom, my mom lives in Ger- uh, Germany, and my dad lives in China. Uh-huh. And so, like, for still, him, yes. And for them, like Beyonce, they're like, okay, yeah. For my grandma, the big deal, the job that was the big deal for her was this show called Paris by Night, uh-huh. <laughs> because it was a Vietnamese variety show, uh-huh. and she watched, she watches every single one of those shows. Yeah. And so, like, I'm like, this 
Paris by Night is a this Vietnamese variety show. It's like no one really knows who they are uh-huh. except in the Vietnamese community. But when my family members saw me in that, they're like, "Oh, he's made it and all that." Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if that's what pleases you. Is that um, what makes you happy? Exactly. I'm down. Exactly. I mean, they're they're content with what I'm doing and they're yeah. fine with it. It's just, you know, I don't really yeah. have a hundred percent support. Is it is it hard growing up with your parents like so far away? Um <clears throat> I mean, it was at the beginning. Uh, but then, you know, I've always been used to my grandmother taking care of us. Uh-huh. Even when I lived in Germany, she was yeah. our nanny. So I saw her most of the time. That's dope. Um, there was still a figure there for you to like yeah. look up to and to ask for help and shit. Yeah. So and you've got oh, you got a sister. Is that just one I, I have um, one sister and two brothers. They're all younger. What do they do? Um, so my sister just um, graduated from um, a bioengineering. Oh, or sh- no, no, bi- biotech. Oh, Sorry. sick. Yeah, so she has so a she's clever. Tech. She's she's clever. She's typical Asian. Typical Asian, yep. yeah. <laughs> and then um, my brother Aiden is an EMT and firefighter. Dope. So he's dope. Um, and then my younger brother, Maxi, he, he does something in relation to IT, I believe. Typical he's, Asian. He's really yeah. good. <laughs> he's really good with computers. Yeah. And I he just got a job with um, a huge company. Um, yeah. I don't know if I can say. No, no, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that's dope. Yeah. So, so you you were the one which they were concerned about, obviously. Yeah. But but isn't it crazy? Like you still excelled like massively within, even though yeah. it's so different to what. Yeah, and what I, I guess I'm, your family expect. Exactly. I'm like I'm not the doctor. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. I'm not a billionaire at this yeah. point in my life. But I can but, twerk. But I can <laughs> I can twerk my ass. Off. Well, I don't really have an ass to twerk with, but <laughs> I try. I arch my back a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh. I know I love what I do, and yeah, granted, like it's not always the best of times. However, like I don't know, there's just something so fulfilling about what I do. Yeah, about definitely. what we do. Um, you're just fulfilled in a different way. Yeah, and yeah, I'm happy. I'm able to support myself and doing what I love to do. What do you think the hardest part of this career is? Is um the waiting period, dude? Like that, like. You know, because the the industry in itself is there's so many ups and downs. Like it's mm-hmm. never consistent. Sometimes, like you have ten like ten jobs lined up, but then you have months where there's nothing happening, and it's not just you. It's the it's the the um. What it's like is the it? cycle of the. Yeah, it's the cycle of the industry itself. Like they don't really have any jobs to offer at that point because mm-hmm. everything's already booked, or like you never know. It it's it's hard because I don't know. It's it's not like a regular nine to five where you know where your Mm -hmm. money's coming from. You don't feel very secure. (laughs) You don't feel very secure. However, at some point it's just like money management Mm -hmm. is really important with this career. Yeah. That's Um, why I was the worst at. Yeah. I mean, I had issues with that as well. Like when you're working consistently, you're like, awesome. I'm I'm a baller. I'm a baller. Exactly. I I always say it. We hang out with all the famous people. So we act like we're the famous people. Exactly. And then two weeks later, we're unemployed and we've got no money left. And we go, (laughs) oh, fuck. Yep. I remember looking at my bank account at one point. I was doing X Factor the last season in the US. Mm. And I was like, money was coming in every week. Cool. And I was like, I don't have any money. Where is it all going? Looked at my bank statement. Whole Foods, Whole Foods. I'm like, yeah. your ass just went to go to Whole Foods every single day because you're like, I have com- money coming in. Cool. Yeah. But no, I was paying $20 a meal, just yeah. going for it. It's uh, so easy to do, though, especially in LA. Mm-hmm. I always think LA is the easiest place to eat out. Yeah. Because whatever you want is within two blocks. Yeah. Every, any style of food, you can get exactly. it within two blocks. 
exactly. So, I mean, that's what I did. But um, thankfully, I'm at a point where like I know when to put money away and yeah, saved yeah. a little bit. And I just, I don't know. Well, you're smart. in a you're in a position where if you had to, you could go and get a job. Yes. Like, because obviously I was on a O one visa, so mm-hmm. I could only dance. So that for me was like the stress. It was like yeah. if there is no dance jobs, like I literally am gonna die. Like, yeah. What there is no like backup plan. Yeah. So I obviously I ended up dancing in a gay bar and a speedo. I mean at the good old Abbey. It but you're still in, doing it. Brought in that coin. Well yeah. not in a gay bar anymore. It's on the stage in front of screaming women. Hey man. And it's it's not speedo, it's boxes, but I'll it's take a, it. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, there's a little it's, bit more fabric. It's near yeah. enough. Near it's, enough. <laughs> it's near enough. The top yeah. of my thigh is covered. <laughs> Your big old thighs. My oh, big okay. old thighs. Mm. Um yeah man. No, I agree the waiting period is definitely the hardest. Yeah. I mean um for me, it's it's just learning to kind of fill those empty spaces with other things and productive like stuff. Productive things. My um, especially when I was in LA, not so much here now because it's much more comfortable here for me. Mm-hmm. But when I was in LA, I found if I wasn't working, mm-hmm. my goal was always to be seeking work or working towards work. So yeah. I'd always be working towards myself. So I'd go and take class, or I'd go to the gym, I'd go hiking, I'd go and learn new stuff, which are gonna yeah. transfer into money you know yeah. what i mean like that was the goal yeah or i'd be like on i mean i feel like i was mr la casting <laughs> like i would apply for every fucking job they'd be like yeah. we want four black guys and i'd be like i might change the mind i'm exactly. gonna apply they might go oh, white ginger it's close yeah. enough <laughs> <laughs> no i love that i mean i tell up-and-coming dancers that all the time it's like mm. you can't you can't depend on the industry. You can't depend on that you're going to book a job consistently. You may, even like the ones, you know, the people that move out there, they're like the best from their studio. Yeah. But you're competing well, Even with, the best from their country. Exactly. And you're competing with the best from every country, every studio, blah, 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 when you go to LA. So you have your work cut out for you. So what are you going to do in the meantime? Like, are you going to go to workshops? You, you should be training. You should be going on LA casting, uh-huh. submitting yourself. Like, I... I mean, with me branching out into music and acting now, it's like it's it's giving me another opportunity to be creative, yeah, um, and to find consistency in something else. Like I love dance with all my heart, but again, even with where I'm at, I can't fully trust it, yeah, all the time. Yeah, and now that I'm getting older, like, yeah, I mean, I can keep up with the kids, but, it's but you still, don't wanna, you don't want to be grinding out. Exactly, like my knees are giving out, dude. Like, yeah, because <laughs> like I've had so many injuries in this last year, but you know. Yeah. yeah, it comes with the job job description, I guess. Exactly. Do you do you not worry that obviously going into acting and singing is kind of a similar industry? Is the way yeah. you is the way it works as a dancer? You know, it's a lot of hustling, a lot of grinding. How do you yeah. motivate yourself to go through all that again? For me, it's the idea of it being something new is exciting to me, uh-huh. and it kind of it keeps me motivated. Like I, I watch these films, like for example, La La Land, dude. <sighs> Just that film alone, it kind of, um, it was, the film in itself uh, was the full concept of like what we do. Oh, it's, 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 it's LA to an absolute T. Exactly. From beginning to end, there is not one thing which is false. <laughs> exactly. And for some, that film itself, like it kind of, the passion that um, that they both had, both characters had for what they were doing. Like mm-hmm. it, that's, that's the similar drive that we had as dancers. And mm-hmm. like when I watched that film, it kind of like reminded me of that spark that I had when I first got into the industry. I'm like, yeah, it was exciting. And I am passionate about it. And like seeing this film kind of, it reminded me of why I love what I do. Yeah. And like, I love acting. I love theater. I love 
music dance. Like I can take all this and, you know, use it to push me through to the next level or whatever. I got halfway through that film. I was so tired. I was falling asleep. So I've only seen half of it. However, Mm -hmm. it reminded me of the thing I hate about L.A., Oh, the yeah. 405. <laughs> that's See? that's what that scene, the 405. Literally, I was like, I was watching it with my girlfriend. I was like, mm-hmm. can I tell you how accurate that is? <laughs> you see how nothing's moved? That's, that's right. right. See how much time they've got to get out of the car and dance? You could do that on the 405. <laughs> I'm like, if it's five o'clock in the afternoon, you've got time to do that shit. Like, don't. Uh, it's so real, but um, that's why I don't drive during rush hour. I always drive to my, my time of drive, I drive. From 10.30 to 11.30. Because that's like the one hour window where there's no there's traffic. No traffic. You just kind of go for it. Yeah. Or like late at night. That's traffic. the thing with LA though. Like I always say, because London's busy, right? Yeah. But within London, if you've got a, a job or say you've got three auditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got from wherever you live, which is normally on the outskirts. Yeah. You travel in and then everything is on the in. Your whole day consists of in London. Yeah. Whereas LA is like, there's no in. You know what I mean? It's yeah. everything. So like you've got a casting in Santa Monica. Yeah. You've got an audition in NoHo. And then you've got rehearsal uh, IDA. Yeah. And you're like, this doesn't work. Like my day phys- like is literally yeah. impossible because there's no public transport. Mm-mm. I can't drive it in that time. Yeah. Like I just remember always being like, that was such a hard thing. Like time management was huge. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to wake up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. almost every day. Uh especially for the last year. Mm-hmm. The last year they had wake up 5 a.m. every day, FaceTime my parents and mm-hmm. go for like a morning walk. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go to the gym, then I'd go to yoga mm-hmm. and I, I was finished by 11. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, cool, now I can focus on auditions, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean, taking class. Yeah. Like that was literally my life. You know, everything was so like, you had to plan it out for to perfection, otherwise yeah. it's never going to work. Yeah, it, that's the hard thing with like time management. But like now I've also learned like when it comes to casting, you have an appointment time. However, there is also a window that's available. So I always ask, I'm like, is there a window available? Because I need to know if I can fit it in yeah, anywhere yeah. else or any other way. Yeah. Um, How long are you sat in that casting room? Are you there till 5 p.m.? Because I'm seeing you at 1, but I can get there at 4.30. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I just, sometimes, I mean, it seems impossible, but if you know <laughs> the back ways, back roads, yeah. and like time to drive and all that stuff. like Ways used to save my ass. Yeah. Waze was the one. It take you down every do. road, but you would cut like 20 minutes off, 30 minutes off your journey all the time. Exactly. I mean, it's stressful, but I mean, you yeah. got to do it. Are you still with Block? I'm still with Block. Yes, team yeah. Block. Block team. fam. Yeah. How's that? Uh, six years now you've been with them? Yeah, I think so. I forgot what year this is. It's 2018. 2018. Yeah, yeah. Six years. That's dope. Yeah. you got a good relationship with them, right? Yeah. You always had a good relationship. I remember every time I'd go in to collect a check. Because mm-hmm. they would always be like, we can post it to you. And I'd be like, no, I'll come and get it. I mm-hmm. want to come see you. got nothing else to do today. Yeah. So I'd go and see them. I'd collect my check. And then there'd be cakes on the side. And they'd be like, Leo brought in cakes. Do you want a cake? <laughs> and I'd be like, yes, Leo. <laughs> come on. You got to do it, man. You got to do it. No, but I'm also like, I'm super grateful for what they do. Because like they they hustle for you. Like mm-hmm. when you have downtime, like there's I've, there's been moments where I had nothing going on. They're like, Oh, Leo, you have free time. Yeah. Oh, well you want to do this gig? Cool. I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. let's do it. They were dope for me. Yeah. They would, I remember I'd have like, say you have three jobs in at the same time mm-hmm. and you'd be like, like here in London, you'd just have to like by law, by rule, unwritten rule, you'd have to stick with the first job that you said yes to. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Because you've got multiple agents here. Yeah. So you don't have one agent. So oh, say you get three jobs through three different agents. Okay. That means you're going to piss off your agent, mm-hmm. the job people. Like, do you mean it kind of gives you a bad name? So yeah. 
like unwritten rule you stick with the one that you said yes to you can't change it whereas i remember block they'd be like you've got this in and you've got this in and you've got this in we've said yes to this but what would you rather do and i'd be like well i'd rather do that and they go Mm -hmm. we thought so but that's not going to be as much money Mm -hmm. and we think this one is going to benefit you in the long run because it's going to lead on to more work and it's a for a bigger a bigger like yeah artist or whatever a bigger brand and they'd be like so shall I get you out of that other job? And I'd be like, do you think I should? And they'd go, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And they yeah. would do all, everything for you. I remember yeah. thinking they would do. Steve was like my dream. Yeah. He, he's not there anymore, but Steve yeah. was the, Steve was a G. Yeah. He like really, I don't know. Steve Chalette. Chalette. I can't say your name. Sorry, Steve. Um, he's going into yeah. real estate now. He's gone to real estate. With, he's gone to with make Compass. some yeah. money. Yeah. Real money. Um, yeah, he's dope. I still see him sometimes at my gym. Yeah. Um, I get random emails from him, like, about his new company. Yeah. Like, his LinkedIn or whatever. He's good vibes. He's always taking care of us. He um, was dope. I just, I don't know. I, I love, I love Block. And, like, I've never felt as supported as I have. Uh-huh. Um, as I do with Block. But, yeah. Even with my acting transition, they've been really, like, open to it. Yeah. And, like, pushing me. Do you around. have a different acting agent? Um, I have a theatrical manager. Uh-huh. Um, so she's pretty dope. However, she's still new. Yeah. Um, like Jenny LaCovey, she's uh, one of the agents at Block. She's so dope. I told her when she first signed on as an agent, I told her about like my my idea about transitioning and branching uh-huh. out, and she's like, "Cool, we'll we'll do it." And she's like pushing me to like, she she's got me my relationship with um uh with Michael Donovan, and he called me in for um all the you know the plays in L.A. and he actually got me in for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh-huh. And so I got to do an episode of that. And my relationship was built because of, you know, Jenny. She introduced That's me dope. to all these casting directors who do film and television. Like, granted, she's not supposed to be, like, submitting me for acting roles, but she's like, I'll she's, do what I can. She's just, she's just got your best interest. Exactly. Heart. Like, she's such a G. And she's always been like, hey, like, if this this may not pay at this moment however like it's a good way to make a relationship with this person this cast so she has like the big picture in her head like block yeah. in yeah. general has and they've really like kind of helped me plant the right seeds yeah they so, dope. yeah well i'm my, grateful for that my brother just slammed the door he's gone out oh hey brother <laughs> hey brother <laughs> um no that's dope block yeah. block or dope for me yeah i mean i'm sure all the agents in la are dope for their own their own reasons yeah and, well the, every agent everywhere i'm sure has their own strength and weakness but i remember yeah. block always felt like they had my personal interests at heart yeah. not my work interests yeah you know what i mean it was never about money and jobs and work it yeah. was always like how are you yeah what do you need not like yeah. what jobs do you want it was like mm-hmm. what do you need yeah. like and it'd be like oh i've been doing this a lot Oh, does it make you feel good? Yeah, oh, sick. Keep doing that. We know yeah. someone who does that too. You should do it with them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I remember when I moved there, obviously, I didn't really know anyone mm-hmm. when I moved. And they would be like, oh, do you know many people? And I'd be like, I know these. And they'd be like, well, we've got the party that we do. Or remember, they do the yeah. meetings. And they'd be like, we'll introduce you to all the Europeans. Yeah. And I'd go there and they'd introduce me to all the European people who oh, they yeah. think I'd connect with. And I just remember being like, damn, they they really like care about mm-hmm. my well-being, yep. not just my bank account yeah and what money they're gonna make off me you know what I mean? yeah they even like the fact that they reach out and ask me how i'm doing like mm-hmm. even like there's been situations where i've gone through a lot of personal things and like hey we saw this like are you doing all right like what's going on mm-hmm. and i'm like 
oh, you want you actually want to listen. You want to know, and you yeah. really care about me as a person rather than just a client. Yeah, but I guess you yeah. being happy as a person mm-hmm. makes you then a good client as well. Exactly. Which turns over to them chachings. Yeah, they understand. Because to pay for that 11th floor suite, yo, I'm sure it ain't cheap. Dude, bro. I mean, wait, where are we now? They're in a new building. Oh, they um, moved? They are down in Hollywood and Vine now. Ooh. Yeah, tr- like Charlie Chaplin's old resident. That's building, mad. Whatever it is. Because they were yeah. on Wiltshire and... They were Wiltshire and Fairfax. Yeah. So on the 11th yeah. floor. I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm going into like the, a bank. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like ridiculous. It was legit. Yeah. Yeah. And then no offense, MSA, but you'd have like your shed and I'd be like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) No. But yeah, I love Block. Yeah, man, they're dope. So what's the, so ideally, where would you like to see yourself in five years time? What's the dream? Uh, The dream is to be. Like, do you want to be like Aquaman or do you want to be like the Chinese guy from uh, Hangover? <laughs> like what's yeah, the goal? Um, the goal is to be a Marvel superhero. Get it? Like, what superpower? Uh, what would your name be? Well, I guess you have to already be one. I, it has to be uh, one of the heroes that they already have. Like I low key wanted to be um, <laughs> like the Asian Thor. Get it? With the long hair and everything like that. It'd be called uh, Ta. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Okay. Hello. Um, oh look, it's Ta. Hey, look. Like, I know I I'm going to get so it. much hate, but I don't give yeah. a fuck. It's my yeah. podcast. I can say what I yeah. want. And I love you very I know, much. I'm I know. Sorry. I can say it. It's funny. Like, huh. It was funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I would love to do that. Um, it's like if I was Thor, I'd have to be Thor that goes nowhere near the sun because I'll burn. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah, you're pale. Pale and ginger. Pale and ginger. You know I mean, we've all got strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, we do. Yeah, go on. So you want to be Asian Thor? Asian Thor. Or I also would love to be a regular on a television show. Um, you know, I still would like to dance here and there, mm-hmm. but I think I'd rather just. What if you yeah, could be like a dancing superhero? A dancing superhero? That'd be dope. That'd be dope. I'll still be dancing. Like, what was yeah. that TV show? LXD. LXD, yeah. Do you remember? Like, you could oh be LXD. God. Yeah, John Chu. Yeah, see? Asian yeah, Asian yeah. connections. you got to hit him up. I he can put you in yeah. Step Up 5 or some shit. Step up. Step up seven, they're uh, on the now. crazy rich Asian franchise. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's yeah. fucking nailing Have that. Have you seen that? I haven't Dude. actually seen it, but I've heard, yeah, lots about it. I listened to it on a podcast as well. They were talking about how much money, like, made and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, what. First all Asian cast in 25 years. Dude. I know. Can you imagine someone did an all white cast that will we go mental? <laughs> They would. Yeah. Like, they, they'd be, oh, my God, this is awful. But Crazy yeah. Rich Asians, yeah, they're killing it. Good for them. Yeah, we're, just, we're pushing for diversity. And I'm, yeah. I'm grateful that things are happening. Because, like, you know, less than 1% of the Asian Asian actors in the nation yeah. are represented. That's it. Yeah, there's 1%. not many Asian actors that I can think of off the top of my head. You no. know what I mean? No. So this is paving a way. And so I feel like it's the perfect time now to, like, really dive into it you're gonna be the asian chris hemsworth yeah that's i just right. gotta get in the gym and like, gotta get in the gym gotta i gotta i gotta follow your stories and gotta, like gotta your pick workout. up the hammer <laughs> <laughs> pick up the hammer and swing it around no that's the <laughs> dude yeah i have to get back to the gym asap after this holiday but yeah it's everyone that comes here indulges but it's weird because i feel like americans if you're British and you go to America, you're like, oh my God, I want American food. And then whenever mm. Americans come to Britain, they're mm. like, I want your food. Because obviously it's so different. Even if it's the same, it's very different. It is very different. You know what I mean? I actually Your I portion sizes are way bigger than ours. But you also yeah. have way more healthy options than us. Yeah. You do. You yeah. have, you have. We do. Yeah. Like if yes. you go to like 
uh, Cheesecake Factory, yeah. the variety of healthy to bad is relatively even. But also because we're in LA, yeah. LA being like, oh, I'm vegan. I'm yeah, I'm sure if we're free. in like fucking Texas or Ohio, Dude, like there ain't no shit. I said, like, do you have vegan options? They're like, what? Yeah. Oh, oh never mind. Just give me yeah, a Yeah, LA, steak. the place <laughs> of vanity. Like there's a gym on every corner. Yeah. When I first moved back here, mm-hmm. I remember coming back and saying to my mom, I can't believe how ugly our country is. And she was like, what? And I was like, honestly, I was like, I'll go out in LA and like the women, uh, even the men are so attractive. Mm -hmm. Like you'll go to Runyon and -hmm. there's no one out of shape. And if they are out of shape, it's probably because they're paid to be out of shape and they still look beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone looks unreal. Yeah. Everyone has the best smile ever. I remember coming here and being like, everyone's fucking teeth are gross. Everyone looks, everyone looks so unhealthy. No one's got, everyone looks like they've got fucking ghost fake tan on. Like, you know what I mean? Like we look so ill. Oh my God. No, honestly. And that's what I remember I used to think. And then everyone reminds me, yeah, you're in Hollywood. And I go, Oh yeah. yeah, no shit. It's our job to look. It's our job to look beautiful. And all yeah, these things, dude. But it's funny though, because I think it's something to do with the sun as well. It's the vitamin D makes everyone look healthy. Yeah, and you know that D makes you feel good. It's so <laughs> that vitamin D makes you feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't take you, Kane. Sorry, Kane um, Silver, bro. Yeah, but you yeah, know what I mean? Like, and then here, like. Yeah. When we get sun here, like mm-hmm. British mentality is like, oh my God, burn me. So they yeah. run out, put no sun cream on, they cover themselves in like cooking oil and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. burn me. And then they end up red with crispy skin. And it's like yeah. the complete worst. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I have, I don't know. I'm dark. Yeah. Dark-ish. Darkish. I have enough. With a light, with a light tint. Light tint? What, yeah. kind of, what color? Yellowy tint. tint. Yellowy tint. Oh, yeah. mm. it's okay. Yeah. It suits you. I um, guess so. I'm jealous. If I could be your color, I'd do it in a fucking heartbeat. Uh-huh. My skin would shucks. clash with my hair, but I'd look good. Oh, shucks. But I want to have ginger hair. Actually, yeah. How, how would that look? Oh, I don't know. No, Not you good. could do it. I don't know. Maybe. I've never seen a ginger Asian. Oh. Maybe I could dye it. A Jasian. A Jasian. Yes. Actually, the first Jasian. Like Jasian kids. That's going to be my new type and brand. Like, yeah. I'll be That'd the be cute. Bet you on rich, crazy Wow. <laughs> crazy crazy Asians. rich Asians there's gonna be a ginger one if yeah. there's not already I'll be a Jason. Jason. what okay I'll trademark that yeah, you should ASAP. fucking do that yeah. ASAP Rocky. thanks for the idea man it's alright anytime yeah. I've got ideas for everyone if you need any more oh thanks college boy oh I've seen you so long I know I'm so glad you're here thank you so much yeah. for coming on the the Ins and Outs podcast it's been well, fun thank you for having me brother. see you were like I'm nervous and you needed a wine it's not that Why? big a deal is it no it's not we just talk yeah but it was nice to have some wine yeah well you haven't you've drunk a little bit but you could yeah. you should neck that bit I will go on do it now oh, on the okay, podcast yeah, okay. ready um, go <sighs> he committed oh lovely fucking alcoholic <laughs> shut up <laughs> when in Wales get pissed amen love you man love you too Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Share with your family and friends. And make sure you go and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Peace out.